D-U-M-M-Y-R-O-O-M. That's right, it's Haley from Haley and the Crushers, and you are hanging out in the dummy room. This is the big time, girlie. This is rock and roll. Hey everybody, you're in the dummy room. I'm Jody. Have not joined as always by Mr. Nate Devil. What's up, dude? Not much, man. Uh, how you feeling this week? Feeling better, man. Good. I don't know if I'm 100%, but I'm feeling I'm not in bed. <laughs> I've been outside, so <laughs> doing a little better. Yeah, so you had the flu or some shit? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Um, no, I didn't have that. You know, I just had that fucking nasty cold shit for a couple of weeks, but now my kids have it, or at least one of my kids, and the other one has it a little bit, but yeah, kind of a rough fucking month in my house so dude tell me about <laughs> it it's like winter came too soon and like no one's like prepared you know what i'm saying yeah totally you guys got a bunch of snow down there didn't you uh i don't know if i'd say a bunch but yeah fuck snow i hate snow <laughs> i really do though man <laughs> um it's actually pretty nice here man uh no snow you know it's it's not too cold you know in the 30s 30s and 40s so that's perfect for me yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's so, way too cold as average, I think. I want to live somewhere where it's like 70 all the time. Yeah, see, I, I, I like uh, I like 40s and 50s, you know? You just want to be able to wear your leather, huh? I'm, I'm, <laughs> dude, I'm, I'm still in fucking short sleeves when it's 50, for sure. Yeah, and, uh, wearing shorts so, and shit and sandals nah, and whatnot. I'm still wearing, it's like, you <laughs> know. sandals. <laughs> I, you know, I, what, when the fuck was it? Today I saw some kid wearing shorts and it was, uh, today was a little chilly. It was, it was in the lower twenties, you know, mid twenties, some fucking kid walking around with shorts on. But this weekend, like, um, we saw like different people wear, I saw a guy wearing sandals <laughs> and it's a bad and look. a lady barefoot outside, you know, like the fuck you know barefoot and shit barefoot yeah really? so <laughs> is she homeless or just but, like no well she was outside of a house i don't know maybe <laughs> yeah. she got the old boot but i'm not yeah. sure Damn. Um, so uh how was your uh how was your thanksgiving man it's pretty good you know how was yours uh i think thanksgiving's like the least it's my least favorite holiday so it kind of, I don't know. I just yeah. don't care. You know, we have to, uh, we had to travel to Minnesota oh, okay. for lunch and then back to, back to my place, my mom's place at night. And it's just, it's a lot of running and social shit, you know, and I'm just, yeah, just wasn't feeling it this year. So, <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I'm glad it's over. So, yeah, I always have felt that way about holidays. It's like, I don't really have to do it anymore because I don't have, like, any of my, like, immediate family, you know? So mm-hmm. it's just, like, me and Amber, the kids, and that's it. Except my buddy Tony came by. But anyways, 
you know, just a small little Amber cooked up a bunch of shit. We just sat around. I watched a bunch of horror movies and ate some turkeys and <laughs> you know. Yeah. It wasn't I don't really I'm not the type of dude who really celebrates any holidays. Yeah. I'm not a holiday person. I do like Halloween. <laughs> I just don't do Thanksgiving, you know. Um a lot of people at my at my wife's parents' house, um, you know, she's got a grandma that um she's a little too open and uh she doesn't care who she pisses off and she pissed us off this year, so um <laughs> We had to skip her birthday on Saturday. Wow. We just, yeah, we didn't go. Fuck it. Um, <laughs> and then to my house, grandma. it's like, you know, yeah, uh, you know, football's on and, you know, it's like, uh, you know, I'd kind of rather be anywhere else, you know, at the moment, you know. <laughs> I know it sounds bad, but it's like, I just want to go home. I you know, hear my day off isn't really a day off, you know. You spend all day driving and being insulted and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't yeah. sound too fun. <laughs> but uh then on uh this weekend we went and uh got a Christmas tree already. Wow. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> it's that time, but isn't it? It's that time, so and my my wife is a uh Christmas fanatic, you know? Yeah. So she she's Christmas you know, Christmas movies are on already and Christmas music. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh yeah it's a real jolly fucking time right oh yeah it's the most <laughs> wonderful time of the year yeah so it's it gets a little old but whatever yeah i mean i don't know it's not my thing <laughs> <laughs> we even live by this pretty huge mall so it makes the, like all the traffic absolutely ridiculous like a normal five minute trip turns into you know 40 minutes and you've gone two miles it's so stupid. I don't know. Mm. So did you, uh, you you didn't go uh, Black Friday shopping? Oh, hell no. <laughs> nope, not me either. I did participate in the uh, It's Alive Records Black Friday weekend sale or whatever. That dude had some massive deals. And uh, I was able to uh, pick up some shit that I, you know, just had digitally, you know, figured I'd pick up some. His CDs were like two bucks. So. Right on. Can't really go wrong. Seven inches were like three, so I, yeah, I went on a little bit of a spending spree, but not too crazy. Christmas came early, huh? Christmas came early, yeah. <laughs> so, um, Black Friday, no, that's not my scene. <laughs> no, 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 me neither. I don't think I've ever gone. One year, man, I was just trying to maybe like six, seven years ago. I was trying to just get extra money, so I took this like early morning job at J.C. Penney at the same mall that I was bitching about earlier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, so I would, I would do my gigs till like two a.m. and I'd have to be there at four thirty, right? And uh, I would just stay there till like nine in the morning, you know, and do this thing they called replenishment, which is basically unload these fucking trucks and shit you know and put all this shit away but uh it was at christmas time and uh they recruited me to like stand on the front lines of the store with all these other people and hand out these fucking snow globes at 4 30 in the morning <laughs> to everyone who came in and i'd have to be like merry christmas <laughs> and i was just like kind of like all kind of still fucked up from my gig earlier you know and uh <laughs> just 
you know, not feeling it at all. And you could not believe the fucking line out the door of these people that wanted these snow globes because apparently every year they do this. So people, it's part of their Christmas traditions. <laughs> they collect them, yeah. you know? Oh, boy. So there I was, man, you know, some burnout punk rock guy. 4.30 in the morning, like, Merry Christmas, one and all. <laughs> but eventually it's like I started getting tired and my, like, level of holiday cheer went from, like, joy and, like, slowly dwindled to, like, this seething hate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was terrible. And, I mean, i just never seen anything like it, man. Never. I would never wish working in retail on anyone on Black Friday. That's like a fucking hell on earth, you know? Yeah. It was terrible. I had to work, but um, it's not retail, so I had yeah. to work at a I had to work at a school with these complete fucking dildos that just <laughs> yeah they've been fucking driving me crazy for the past couple of weeks and uh, yeah so it wasn't much fun. <laughs> Certainly doesn't sound that fun. No. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah. So this is episode thirty, I think, right? Thirty. Is it? Yeah. Yep. It's thirty. I'm all confused since I was sick and missed last week. Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty cool, dude. It was good. I, you know, love that band and uh, the McCrackens, of course. And uh, yeah, so they'll be on again, right? Oh, Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I felt bad, but I just couldn't do it, man. You know. Yeah, I was. Yeah, like, like I told you, it was it was weird because I couldn't get a hold of you. It was like Friday night or something. Maybe you messaged me, but like after that, like nothing, and you had like no presence on earth, my, like, and it was coma. like, damn. And I'm like, I even, yeah, I was just like, is he dead? I didn't know, you know. <laughs> I think I was so, a couple times, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you got, you know, actually, it wasn't even you that got back to me. Amber wrote me at just a couple hours before the show, and it was, you know, damn. I was like amongst the dead. <laughs> One foot in the grave, one foot in the... What's the saying? I don't even know what I'm talking it's, about. It's uh, Ricky Rackman, remember? He used to say one <laughs> one, <laughs> one foot in the grave, one foot in the... What, was what the fuck is it? One one in the gutter. I don't remember. One in the gutter. From, <laughs> you remember that guy from Headbangers Ball? Yeah, I know who you're talking about. I always hated <laughs> that fucker. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know, but I mean, it turns out I've seen like s- certain documentaries since then. It turns out that... He was like, he ran that, that place called the Cat House, and you know yep. he had his own thing way before he was ever some headbanger's bald douche. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> I just kind of thought he was some, like, fucking, I don't know, like, poser wannabe kind of guy, and it turns out that he had been doing it long before that show even existed. So it turned out I basically misjudged this cat, you know what I'm saying? But I still don't really care for him. I remember when um, he got into, like, punk and stuff. Where they started playing Rancid on, on Headbangers Ball and shit. Oh my god, did they really? Yeah, it was. I had, I never Weird. really watched it then, but I just nah. remember like seeing him in like Rancid shirts and Bad Religion stuff. Like, yeah. See, whenever I used to see that show, it was like that other guy, the fucking uh, A- yeah, Adam was Adam uh, Curry. Was that his name? Is it Adam Curry? Adam I want to say Adam West, but that was Batman. Yeah, right? that, was, that was Batman. Adam Curry. Yeah, that motherfucker Adam was Curry. <laughs> he was like a full denim suit usually wasn't he or something <laughs> big tall hair yeah, the and same shit. hairstyle as this girl i dated <laughs> in like seventh grade or whatever 
Nice. Uh, but that's what I remember about that show before the Ricky Rackman. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It would be like Iron Maiden and all that kind of stuff, you know? You see that yeah. run to the hills every week. <laughs> it was fucking, you know, rat and all that stuff, you know? Did you ever watch uh, 120 Minutes? See, I was going to say, 120 Minutes was more my speed. Because you would yeah. see the Ramones on there. You would see the yep. Jesus and Mary chain, fucking Pixies, all the good shit yep. from the yeah, 80s, it was really. Awesome. I, who's could do? And yeah, I used to. Yeah. The closest to thing all... you get to punk rock on an MTV, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was really cool. They had that. Um, I, I'm trying to remember. I was like Kennedy, that Kennedy chick for a while. Oh, yeah, I loved her. I liked that Dave Kendall dude. He was cool. Was he before her? I don't remember, but. I don't remember I either. Think he was. It's been a long then time. they had uh, that, that Matt Pinfield guy. <laughs> he was all right. <laughs> and, but they uh, played a lot of Ramones on that show. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I was just thinking about that show earlier today on the train because uh, I was listening to the Leftovers and I started thinking about Elvis Costello. You know? <laughs> and, of course. Uh, <laughs> and then I was thinking about 120 Minutes. Used to always play that Veronica song by him in the 80s. Yep. You remember that song? It was kind of like a mm-hmm. hit. Yeah. I, I always thought it was a pretty good song back then, but uh, I don't know. It was weird because just the train of thought on the, on the actual train earlier today. And uh, yeah, weird. Now we're talking about 120 minutes, a couple yeah, hours yeah. later. Yeah, so I used to watch both those shows. Yeah. It was like I, when, I was, when I was younger, I watched Headbangers Ball, and then I started to get you into broke different up shit. Headbangers Ball. <laughs> and, then, and then I started listening to 120 minutes, and it was like gradually stopped watching 120 or uh headbangers ball you know yeah and uh and then you know 120 minutes it, it just it became a, just a bunch of shit eventually you know once that grunge but, era happened and then it took that yeah show over it, it, it yeah like, and it just killed it but um it seemed like you know they didn't have any rules back in the you know like 90 91 yeah they just they could play whatever the fuck they wanted you know it was cool they could play who's who or the ramones and nobody gave a shit you know but yeah, they were. Yeah. Uh, it was cool, man. You do like the Blake Babies and a lot of Jesus and Mary Chain. <laughs> Feeling, break it up to the moment. Close 
great shit, man. But also, you know, you'd have the Pixies, you'd have Drama Rama, The Cure, yeah, little Billy Bragg, all kinds of different shit. It was yep, cool. It's, yeah, I remember discovering a lot of shit on there. Um, yeah, Dinosaur Jr. and, and Lemonheads yeah. and shit would be on there all the time. Yep, it was cool. Yeah, I bet you go to YouTube and find some old episodes. It'd probably be interesting to see what was going on, especially if the commercials were still there. Yeah, so I used to, I always tell people, like, it'd be fucking awesome, like, if I ran MTV, like, it'd be cool to just take a whole day, like, random days from back in, like, the 80s, and just play the whole fucking day. I, I, I don't know if they can, you know, but, yeah. like, commercials and all, you know? Like, Way I'd watch that, you know? <laughs> yeah. Just just to see the, uh, you know, the old videos, but yeah, especially the commercials and just the, the, the commentary. Yeah. Remember that Randy of the Redwoods, dude? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like that guy was fucking hilarious. Like, I'd, yeah. you know, and Polly Shore used to be on there. Yeah, the fucking weasel. Those were those were fucking great. So yeah, I think it'd be cool to have like an MTV Five or something, whatever they have, and just play old days. <laughs> just that replay cool. entire entire days. I think it for- goes against their whole like strategy now. They, I mean, they don't want to play anything having to do with music on MTV. Yeah, it's a little weird. I mean, I don't Everybody's... know. I haven't seen it in a long time, but that's what I remember. It, there was never any music. It was all just like, I don't even know what, just fucking bullshit, reality TV and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I can remember when I was a little kid, like, MTV was like the coolest thing going, dude, you know, really. Yeah. I mean, like in the, you know, the heyday of MTV with Madonna and Prince and Cyndi Lauper and all that shit. Yeah, I mean, it was like that was what was cool. I mean, I was too young to really know about punk rock, I guess, you know. But uh, I just remember it being so cool. MTV was cool. You'd want to <laughs> watch it. You'd see all this great, you know, what what we think of as like new wave now, you know, the aha and the cars and all that shit. It was great. Yep. Now you can't even get that. Like if there was some station that played just videos twenty four seven, do you think someone would watch it? Fuck no. I don't know, man. <laughs> no. It depends what they were playing. You know, if it was just modern pop or whatever, no, nah, I don't think anyone would care. But if you had, like, a, some kind of retro MTV, like you were saying, mm-hmm. just 24-7, even with old commercials, just all day, yep. all night, MTV, old school, I'd watch it. I don't <laughs> know how often, but I would definitely check it out sometimes, <laughs> you know? Yep. See that old Nana video and fucking... <laughs> Uh, I always remember seeing The Clash or like fucking uh, rocking the Casbah. And I always yep. think to myself, I thought these guys were supposed to be punk rock. Even <laughs> when I was a little kid and didn't know anything about punk rock, or you just, The Clash was, you'd hear, I don't know. And then that rocking the Casbah, I was like, I don't know, that doesn't sound like punk rock, what I think punk rock would sound like, you know? It doesn't even rock. There's no rock involved. Yeah. I never could. I mean, even to this day, I don't have any Clash records. I just, it's one of those really? bands. I just, I like a few songs, but they never really connected to me. I like the Pistols way better, <laughs> as far as that shit goes. Every I like everything up to, uh, everything up to London Calling. So, and I, I really like that record, which is kind of weird, because it's not something I would normally like, you know? Yeah. Is, you know, but I do really like that record. Everything after that is, I don't care for it at all. Yeah. But 
I don't know, yeah. man. They're just one of those bands for me. I never really could connect to them. I'm not saying I think they're terrible. I just, I don't know, man. As far as that early wave of punk rock, I take the Pistols over the Clash. Yeah, I I, I go Clash, which is really weird because they're obviously they're like you know super political, <laughs> and that's definitely not my thing, you know. But right. yeah, I've just always liked them. It's right on, man. I never really could get into them, but yeah, dude, I thought X-ray specs, the vibrators, the buzzcocks, all oh, way better than the Clash. Just about yeah, any buzzcocks of those bands. are good. So I don't know. I just always, always really liked them, and uh, which is just weird because the the content of the the material is not, you know, it's not something I would normally listen to at all. Yeah, huh. that's weird. It is weird. <laughs> <laughs> I am Ben Weasel. You are listening to The Dummy Room with two confused young men who have bad taste in music. Enjoy. Uh, episode 30, we are doing, um, we're going to do a Leftovers uh, episode. We're doing Top 11, Top 11 Leftover Songs. These go to 11. A band we haven't really, eh, we haven't really talked about them much at all, have we? I don't know. I think, they've, I think they might have made a couple of episodes, maybe a mixtape episode, I don't know. But to me, man, they were one of the best bands of the pop punk world. I mean, the Leftovers were fucking great. Yeah, absolutely. We we were talking about doing uh the classic album review leftovers. We were gonna do that a couple weeks ago, weren't we? Something happened, but um Ben Weasel happened. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Um, but um, what which uh so if if we had to do a classic album review, which album would you choose? Eager to please or on the move? On the move all day. Yep, me too, man. Um, so I mean, to me that record <laughs> you can't really beat it. I mean, I like Eager to Please, you know, and I, I, like, I even like some of the Party Tonight, and uh, but no, on the move, that's just the one. Um, so in preparation for this episode, I made sure to go back and listen to everything, <laughs> and um, it didn't even have Stop, Drop, Rock and Roll. I don't even have that, and I hadn't heard it for, I probably heard it one time, uh, you know, when it first came out, and uh, didn't want it, you know? <laughs> but um actually yeah maybe i don't know i i want to say maybe on the move on the move was the first record i had right and then i went back See, that's how it went for, went for me i discovered them kind of with on the move i remember seeing them on myspace though before on the move came out but i never really yeah. re- i never had either one of the records or anything and i didn't i don't know kind of like you i just i don't know i just went back after i got into them and you know you want to hear everything you can if you're into something but to me those two there's glimpses of the greatness that would come but all in all i never listened to either one of those two cds yeah that you know ever that that stop drop rock and roll one that i, I it sucked right i mean it wasn't any <laughs> i don't know good. if i go that far i liked like <laughs> what's that what it means was okay i don't know and that amy song they were good and you're i think there was right. uh, 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 holding me back Maybe if you would no. have heard this before you ever heard On the Move, once you hear On the Move, it's just like so good that 
the bar is set too high for <laughs> if you go back the to these old set, ones it's like damn yeah but like i said so, there's glimpses of like what would come here and there in those other two cds but no on yeah. the move is like basically where it's at i have party tonight somewhere i couldn't find it so i hit you up and you didn't have a copy so i ended up writing a few people and jeff palmer uh came through with a some some mp3s of it and i listened to it today and i was like yeah none of these are making my top 11 not on the top so, 11 <laughs> um but i had to i had to go back and listen to everything and i listened to the stop drop which i've never even had and i listened to that i think it was on youtube and oh tough listen but um yeah so on the move and eager to please that's where all my shit's coming from yeah mine too man and i mean i don't even know what to say about this band i mean they're they're so fucking good there's no politics there's no sports there's no social bullshit it's all girls 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 you know <laughs> exactly dude i mean i mean it's it's perfect you know <laughs> yeah I mean, they really mean, honed in on that thing but they do it so well yep um that's what we're into and uh yeah i mean on the move came out in what 2007 2006 maybe something like that 2007 yeah okay when you think about it man it, I would almost put this... That's probably the best pop punk or punk rock album of the whole decade, dude. From 2000 to 2010. Uh, what else came out? I, I mean, in the decade? Know, maybe we should do a whole episode where it's like <laughs> the best of Holy. the top ten of the decades. That'd be kind of fun. That'd be fun. Well, Maybe I, I spoke too soon, but I mean, I put yeah, it up did. there in the top. <laughs> it's got to be in the top ten at least. I forgot about that fucking Ergs record, dude. Yeah, you know, I don't know, man. I might put this up above the dork rock. Really? I love Damn. the fucking on the move. When I heard that shit, it blew my mind. I mean, it was exactly what really I love, dude. I mean, it has everything. It even has, like, the, the Beatlesque power pop thing and the punk rock and the fucking even the little bit of Elvis Costello new wave style. I mean, when I first heard yeah. on the move, I mean, I thought... This is the best fucking new band there is. The Leftovers. I mean, who's better? I can't even think of anyone right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> Seriously, I loved The Leftovers a lot. I was way into this record. I still am way into this record. Um, so the the first two records, you know, like I told you, uh, the first record you know, kind of sounds like they want to be face-to-face. <laughs> you know, some of those uh, no-effects drums in a couple of the songs, if I remember. <laughs> yeah. And um, Party Tonight is better. We're we're heading in the right direction. And then we hit On the Move, and it's like the the peak. Perfect blend of, you know, pop punk and power pop. And then Eager to Please, they're definitely, he's definitely going for the Elvis Costello, you know, sound. Yeah, a little more you know, than it, the usual. Yeah, and obviously then the solo stuff, but um, yeah, it's just uh, on the move. It's, it is it is kind of a perfect record, man. Dude, it's so um, good, so good. I could have made a top eleven off of it. <laughs> I almost did. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I was yeah. struggling not to. You know, I, I had to like yeah. make myself use some eager to please cuts, and I really love eager to please. Eager to please is really good. It's a it's a good it's a good album listen. You know what I mean? Yeah. From start, it's a great album, but um, when you start trying to pick and choose certain songs off of it, it's a little harder. You know, because totally. it's like, man, it's that's a, that's an album, and on the move is like. Uh, 
you know the greatest hits type of thing it's it is <laughs> it's like 10 singles yeah. and then a couple of eh, you know a few other songs but. right i think eager to please sounds better like sonically production wise it's just a little um, bit cleaner and thicker you know I, I like on the move it's it's a little yeah i know on what the you move mean, is a little, like raw which you know i think i don't know i don't know They're i mean it's really still good, sounds man. yeah it good. sounds really good i'm not saying that it doesn't but i'm just saying i think eager to please mm, just a little cleaner yeah i don't know um when i do remember though like when eager to please first came out i was so like fucking hyped up and then heard the telephone operator i think they kind of leaked that first right i think so that was yeah and i was thinking oh no no <laughs> i hope the whole record isn't like that because i mean i do like the telephone operator song yeah, so do I, man. but it doesn't it's a little too elvis costello it doesn't sound like the leftovers <laughs> as much as like it's not as a i don't know like to me on the move they sound like the leftovers and there's a couple of little elvis costello isms in there it's yeah but, but eager to please it's almost like damn what happened to this great sound you had not that this yeah. new sound isn't pretty good but then anyway so i was kind of like a li- I get the record and i was kind of like disappointed at first man it took me a couple listens it was a couple a few listens before i finally kind of accepted that record and could really get into it because usually a band that I love, when they put a new record out, I'm I'm in from the jump. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But Eager to Please, it actually took me a few listens to accept it. Cause I, I don't know, maybe because it was so much cleaner and everything. You know, everything that I like about it now, I just wasn't prepared for it, I guess, maybe. Yeah. Um, on the Move is... Uh was a couple of dudes that loved the Ramones and the Queers, and then, you know, they... they they love they liked elvis costello that's what it sounds like to me and eager to please is uh the same band just listening to a lot more elvis costello (laughs) (laughs) you know going in that direction yeah um i don't i don't i don't know what your number one song is um i know what mine is and i think it's i don't know i think it's obvious but um they're like uh you know if this band was around in the in the 90s 80s whatever um they would have probably been a one-hit wonder with this song you know <laughs> uh it, it it should have been a fucking hit you know it is in my head you know and um a bunch of other good songs that people would have ignored you know you know like uh bands you know like the vapors and shit you know <laughs> yeah you know but definitely uh queers elvis costello romantics you know put them all together and you got you got this band you know hell yeah leftovers one of the best i i don't know how many times he said you know he's <laughs> i mean there it's all about girls right yeah and i mean how many times does he say girl on on these record these songs it's it's insane hundreds of times <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah. so it's it's right up my alley man so yeah, um that's good shit how we made it this far without really talking about him, but I guess I think we've talked about Kurt solo a little bit, maybe. I think so, and that and that's I, for some reason I've just never, you know, I I I like it, but 
you know, maybe it's because I'm holding a grudge against him because I want another on the move. I don't know, you know? I really wish they would have stuck around, man, for yeah, his third I, record. You, you, you know what I'm saying. I, I mean, exactly dude's, what you're saying. dude writes incredible songs, and it's like, God damn, just do leftovers, you know? Let's, yeah, because even on his solo records, there's songs here and there that are total leftover songs. The only thing that's really missing is the crunchy Marshalls, like, turned yeah. up to 11, you know? I call him uh, Buzzle Bubble Bubble Saw Pop. <laughs> there you go. Bubble gum, buzz saw, and power pop just kind of combined. So nice. You know what I'm saying. I gotcha. All right, so let's get straight into this thing. What do you think? Let's do it. Let's do it like we always do it, man. We'll start back at number 11 and uh, we'll work our way back. I'm curious to see okay. which how many we have that are similar. I'm going to say... guesses? Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> I like putting our little wagers out there. Uh, <laughs> out of 11, and we're only really using two records, I'm going to say we have probably mm, eight songs that are the same. Thinking eight? Holy shit. I was thinking six again. Gonna go with the six? Yeah. Alright, let's see what happens. We'll see what happens. Stay tuned, folks. I know you're dying to know how many songs me and Nate share. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, while you watch the paint dry, we'll see what happens. So, you want me to go first? (laughs) Sorry, I just looked at the screen and I saw three titties. (laughs) Cracks me up. Uh... (laughs) Okay, so for number 11, <laughs> I had to go with uh, Dance With Me. At number 11? At number 11. Holy shit. That's okay. a great song. I mean... It is a great song. It's not one of my big favorites. I mean, I love it, but I think there's better ones. Wow. I always thought it, found it curious that... Uh, <laughs> I mean, why is it on both records? Because it's that fucking good. That's why. Let's <laughs> see, yeah. So know. this is the one that you're is a proposed hit in the '90s for you. This is probably the one I'm talking about. Yeah, <laughs> no spoilers here. Yeah. Um. Well, what's weird is yeah, on the move it's like track two, right? Yeah. And if it's that good to put on Eager to Please, which it was, why'd they bury the fucker at the back? I think it's like I don't know. Is it mm-hmm. isn't it like one of the last tracks on Eager to Please? Yeah, it is. Like. Yeah, I think so. Like number twelve or thirteen or something. So I was, I was that was weird. Like it was good enough to obviously it's you know that was the single, right? Because the, they had a video for it. Why'd they put it at the back of the record? I don't know. Hmm. So Maybe I didn't understand just because that because it had already been done on the previous. Yeah, it's the only thing I could think of. But yeah, I mean, obviously a really super catchy song. It's a really good one, but I do <laughs> think there's ten better ones for show. Uh, I don't. I disagree. <laughs> All right. So, uh, I, I my number eleven. I had to put it on here just because it's got some cool lyrics. Was uh, "Run Real Fast." Yeah. So, uh, I, I like the song. Um, you like weasel pins better though, don't you? Weasel dude, maniac. Your man. leather jacket and weasel pin. That that whole line is just that's it. Just gets me every time. You know, I just kind of <laughs> crack up when I hear it. So, uh, that's why it's there. It's a good song, but. None of their records have a great opener. You know what I mean? I don't know. Eager to please, like the opener on that, and 
Yeah, it's not great, you know? What does it start it's with? Got, can't stop. Can't uh, stop. I actually don't care for it. That's probably like the weakest track on the record. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought, you well, know? Yeah, Run Real Fast, kind of the same thing in my estimation. Yeah, it, it made my list because uh, I like that line a lot. And, uh, you know, it's about, uh, I think uh, it's a topic most, a lot of guys can relate to, you know? Meeting a girl, she's got a boyfriend, and uh, look out. <laughs> uh, I hear you. Yeah. So, number 10. What you got, Jody? Number 10, I had to go with Make You Mine. Hey, little girl, if you knew about all the things I'd say to you, who would you say or change your mind? Cause I gotta, gotta make you mine. And all the things that I would say one and i love it how it has the kind of like um beatles rubber soul background vocal part you know the ooh la 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 it's tight i think that's the same exact background vocal as on um you won't see me maybe i could be wrong i fucking mm-hmm. drawing a blank i wouldn't know it's one of the beatles songs from before they became some hippie band when they were still good <laughs> so anyways uh yeah it's a good one man yeah it's a great one I always thought that that yeah. could have totally been a Weezer song. <laughs> it kind of yeah, starts like a Weezer song would. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so I think on that, on Eager to Please, there's probably like, you know, like four or five like great, great songs, you know? Yeah. And that's that's one of them, man. Definitely. For sure. Oh, yeah. I love that one. Yeah. Um, my number 10 went with the song and i think i only put it on there because every time i hear it i it just it's it just makes me think of elvis costello and it's just a good song you know i think it would have been a hit for elvis costello 
Yeah. You know, a telephone operator, man. Absolutely. Sounds exactly like an Elvis Costello hit. You know, and it's like, um, uh, I don't want to say he stole the sound, but I mean, he, he continued that sound. Like, I I like Elvis Costello. I like um, I like My Aim is True and this, this year's model especially, you know. Yeah. After that, you know, Armed Forces. And then after that, uh, I didn't really, you know... Uh, that's kind of where I'm at, you know. I don't right. listen to anything anything newer, so I just don't care. But um, that one is uh, when I hear it, I'm I'm thinking this would have been my f- maybe my favorite Elvis Costello song. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> you know? dude. So love it. Had to make the list. Uh, definitely not like any other leftover song, you know. Nah, but so, so damn catchy, man. Yeah, and it's 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 another topic that this guy nails, you know, trying to get a hold of that bitch and just just can't do it, you know. Right. She's ignoring his ass. I don't know. He just knows how to write a great song. Yes. I just so wish that he could just do the leftovers, man. <laughs> like, you know, I have a bunch of the Kurt Baker stuff by himself, and I like a bunch of the songs, but it's still never quite the same. Even the ones that are leftover songs, if he just had the right guitar tone and those guys playing with him, it would be so awesome. So what do those guys do now? Those other guys. Fuck, I don't know. I figured you would know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not one to keep up with like band dudes, you know what I mean? Like I know some people could tell you every guy in every fucking band. I can't. (laughs) Can't tell you movie stars' names. I just I'm not that guy. I mean, I know B-Face. I know Joe Queer. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> so I will um, I will look into it as we're going along here, and I will figure this shit out. And who knows? Maybe they're in a really good fucking band right now. I don't know. Yeah, so. watch it be some band that we already listened to. <laughs> yeah. We just don't um, know that, you know. So uh, what's your number nine? For number nine, I have Please Tell Me. Nice. Such a fucking great song i love the way it starts it's just it's cool it's kind of a it's kind of a heavy rocker right yeah dude i mean it's a little bit on the heavy side for them i think at least Um, kind of reminds me of the cars meets like the ramones meets the copyrights um yeah it's got that great whoa in there you know in the chorus yeah yeah that's yeah, it is. You know, it's. I don't want to say it's heavy. You know, my. I, you know, my definition of heavy isn't fucking metal. You know, but it's just right. a little bit lower end. You know, yeah, so it rocks. Yeah, it's it's on my list, dude. Just <laughs> higher uh, up. <laughs> yeah, it's uh. Yeah, I mean that one had to go on there somewhere, right? Uh, I think so. I, that was um. Yeah, I'll tell you when we get there. Okay. So my number nine is. Uh, get out of my head. This time I really think I lost my brain Cause all my thoughts are still of you You really did me wrong and let me out to think That someday our love would be true My friends are warning from the very start That you would hit me in the end I should have known better cause now we're done And I don't wanna be just a friend It's been two weeks since I've seen your face So why are you still in my mind? You gotta 
love off that. of Eager to Please. Love it. Seems like the there's there's on Eager to Please there's the, there's I don't know I don't want to say weasel leads but a lot more guitar melodies you know yeah maybe they're not yeah yeah definitely so just uh broke up with the girl right or she broke up with him and you know <laughs> yeah these are all topics that I like you know yeah love and heartbreak <laughs> that's, what else is there yeah it's, it's <laughs> shit you know. Anyways, uh, number eight. My number eight is I Want You Back. Yeah, there's another one. <laughs> a fucking great one, you know? Yeah. Um, another so-called weasel lead, you know, at the beginning. It's yeah, just cool. Got a really cool melody. I I don't want to say they're weasel leads on this one because they're... they're no, they're, they're not weasel leads. They're yeah. more like, uh, if anything, they're more like George Harrison leads. Yeah, like we could go there, yeah. He's even got that like Rickenbacker 12 string on a couple songs. Yep. Even Dance With yep. Me has it. Yep. It's Beatles core. Beatles core. Oh, boy. <laughs> Don't start that. <laughs> Dude, whatever happened to the rumor we started? What rumor? I don't know. We had some rumor we were going to start on the show. I can't remember what it was. Oh, yeah. It was... um. Corey, Hay- Corey Feldman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Corys were at each other's throats, yeah. and that's why dude's dead. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. Killed, snuffed his ass. Snuff filmed him and then <laughs> snuffed him out. <laughs> um, yeah. Some, some creepy Corey Hames snuff film on the dark web. <laughs> yeah, that was with Johnny. Johnny from The Suck. Was that with Johnny? I thought that Wayne was part yeah. of that. No, it was Johnny because we were talking about the future. All right. All right. <laughs> Trust me. I believe um, you. I believe you. All right. What are we on? I don't even know. You did. I don't even remember what you just said. You did. Um, did I, want I want you, you back. 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 Baby. Yeah. Was that your number eight? That was my number eight. Yeah. So the top eight's really hard. <laughs> Always is, dude. My number eight, I originally had at number two. Really? And then it was, then it it just kept dropping. <laughs> and as I was coming in here tonight, I was listening to On the Move, and I was like, "Motherfucker!" I'm like, I gotta move this fucker back up, but I didn't switch it. But it's uh, she, she, she. Nice. Yeah. Always one of my favorites on the record. Uh, you know, it's, I don't want to print for them, but it was a little different. You know, the chorus was kind of at the end of the song, you know, I don't say the end, but a couple verses and then a chorus, you know, yeah. had that cool bridge and everything. But, um, yeah, catchy as a motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she, she, she don't care for me. I mean, you can't really be there man. before. Yeah. Again, yeah. you know, Beatles core. Definitely. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna term our own uh, coin our own terms Beatles core start a page man yeah dude Beatles core (laughs) message board and everyone can post things but no one is ever gonna like or comment on any of them just like the pop punk (laughs) message board fucking dead zone kinda is dead alright number seven (laughs) alright so my number seven would be camel
That's my number seven, motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep, you gotta um, have that one in there somewhere. It is it is so good. So good. Um, that's that's the other song on that record besides the other song that is um it just kept dropping and I'm like <laughs> No God, they have a lot of good songs. If this the the coolest song about the coolest thing about that song is the the Kurt drops a fucking twenty seven. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean that's obviously a weasel reference, right? I mean, totally. Twenty-seven months ago, I never thought I'd know. Right. Yeah, that's. Yeah, that's I mean, fucking cool. That's super cool. Dude's, dude's got his weasel flag out, and it's awesome. You yeah, know. Yeah, totally. You know, it was crazy. I had made this like when we decided we were gonna do this. I just grabbed it like this notebook and a pen, and just off the top of my head, listed all my favorites that I could think of, and. uh so I had to do some running around today and shit. So I get on the train, got my pod, got my uh, headphones. I'm like, ah, it's time for some leftovers. So I'll be all fresh for tonight. And uh, I'm listening on the move and all of a sudden Camel pops up. And I'm like, holy fuck, dude, I don't even think I had this one yet. <laughs> How can I forget this one? You know what I mean? There's just so many good ones. But yeah, I didn't even have it in my just off the top of my head list. But I had to make sure it got in there once I remembered it. Like, yeah, you know what's weird? So this is going to sound fucking dumb, but what's new, right? So <laughs> that song is that song's got the like the weirdest title of all their songs, right? Right. I mean, I don't want to compare them to another band, but like my favorite band right now is is clearly The Windowsill. I've got a total boner for that band. Yeah. But all the song titles like if if you didn't know, like I could read off on the move and you'd be like yeah that, that looks like a windowsill record you know dance with me you know pick and choose please tell me lose your head you know what i mean right. but camel it's like <laughs> it's like the one song that sticks out to me you know title wise because it's so fucking different do why do you think it's called that because uh her cigarettes are probably gonna kill you or whatever <sighs> that's where i was going with this but that's not what i had i didn't even think that i was wondering why is it called camel that's why so, I think it is. Whoever's listening, that's you know, that knows Eddie. Just let us know. <laughs> Kurt, man, is I don't. Do you think he listens? Probably I don't know. not. It's, he's probably busy wherever he is. I don't even know where he is. <laughs> Mark from Chicks Diggit told me that he was he lives like ten minutes from him or something like that in Spain. Oh, cool. I think it's Spain. I mean, maybe I fucked that up, but yeah. Uh, so he probably doesn't listen. No, nah, but, but um, I bet you Eddie knows this answer. But I think uh, it's because of that line about your cigarettes are probably going to kill me, but it's fine, or whatever. And maybe this chick smoked camels. Oh. A little sleuthing I'm doing here, like fucking Matlock. <laughs> deep, deep shit, man. Probably totally way off, but that's my only just guess. Um, yeah, I mean, she smokes, so camel cigarettes, there you go. Yeah, and the little tins, and then you push the little thing, and it changes like flavors somehow i was i was thinking it was like some hump thing or yeah camel toe action <laughs> could be know, dude. man could be all of the above <laughs> some smoking so, chick with a camel toe <laughs> on hump day right on wednesday <laughs> dude yeah dude did dude. i tell you about jonathan <laughs> uh jonathan i just got reminded by this camel toe conversation okay so the other day, man, I go to the fucking Target, as usual. That's where I usually get all my shit as far as groceries and all that crap, because it's close and it has everything. But anyways, there's 
this girl I see, she has a massive camel toe. But <laughs> that's not even the point of the story. The point of the story is she's with this guy, Jonathan, right? And I used to DJ this place, and I DJed there for like four or five years, you know? Yeah. And this guy, Jonathan, would come there every time, okay? And then this is his old lady. So he's there at Target with her, with her big-ass camel toe. But what the fucked up part is, this fucking Jonathan guy, I knew him for like, I don't work there anymore. That place isn't even around. But I worked there for like four years. And every Friday night I would see him. And he's like this big, muscly black dude, right? And But he spoke with a British accent. So this fucking Jonathan for like four years spoke to me in a British accent and said that he was from Liverpool and all this shit. And he was so good that I bought it. And uh, so when I saw him, yeah, it was all bullshit. When I saw him and he didn't know I was around, I I fucking heard him just like using his regular voice and he was just some regular dude from around here. You know what I'm saying? Like speaking like a rapper. And I was like, what the Speaking like a rapper. Just all this you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, I know yo, 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 all this, all this kind of stuff. And when I would hang out with him every Friday for like four fucking years, <laughs> I thought he was cool though, man. He would come over to me and be like, I rolled a spliff. Let's step outside. So we'd just be outside chilling, man, me and my supposed English buddy. And he, the cops would roll by. He's like, beware of the constables and all this stuff. And it turns out that he's just like some sociopath guy. <laughs> Wow. Was speaking it like he was pretending to be from Liverpool for like four or five years. Not just to me, but to everyone in that bar. So I guess like he's one of these guys, like he goes to this bar and he's Jonathan from England. And then he goes to like uh, some other club in the hood. He's fucking, uh, I don't know if his name is even Jonathan. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah so but did I, you talk to him this week? I or just kind of, I just kind of went the other way. I didn't know what to say. Like, you, what do you say? You should have. You were from up. Liverpool, motherfucker. You should have acted British to him. Went up there and said, uh, you know, in my worst accent I could possibly do, I should have said, uh, check out the camel toe, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I might have got slapped. Oh, Lovely day for a camel toe, no? <laughs> Mine sucks too, dude. I can't do it. Hey, I'm, but I'm this fucking guy, British. man, for years. I mean, sounded dead on. And See, I don't understand why you would do that. You told me this before, and the only thing I could think was if he was like an actor, and he was just practicing, you know, and he was just... Uh, <laughs> He's not But for actor. four years, that's a little fucked up. I mean, I could see for like a month or something, you know? Dude, years. Just to see if I you thought, could... I mean, I liked him, and part of the reason I liked him was because he was this like huge muscle-bound black dude with this crazy British accent. <laughs> he was just an odd, eccentric fellow, you know, and I liked that about yeah. him. When I, when I found out he's just some sociopathic liar, I, I don't know. It was just kind of different. I'll hmm. never look at him the same, you know. So when I see him, I just, fuck that guy. <laughs> fuck it. That's uh. You never know with someone like that. You know, you could be hanging out. The next thing you know, you got a knife in your chest. I mean, you don't know. Yeah, yeah, totally, like, man. Years, I just... years, dude. I thought he was some cool British guy. He's just some fucking hood motherfucker. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> he is. Yeah. I mean, I live in the hood. I, I could say that. Wow. Anyways, I don't know how we even got on that, but fuck that guy uh, and his fake ass. I don't know. I don't know how we got. Oh, Camel Toe. 
Oh yeah, his wife had this huge raging camel, bloody camel toe, <laughs> from England. In the England, we call them. They probably got a different term. I don't I, know what I, it I is. Know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I probably have to edit all that bullshit out. Leave it. Who cares? All right, number se- my number seven was uh, camel toe as well. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry, I had to do it. In, in England, we call them a moose knuckle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh shit! Um, all right, man. What you got? For, <laughs> what you What you got for number six? Number six, I had to go with the only one off Eager to Please. Yeah, there's some casualties in this game we play, you know. Yeah, and, dude. I mean, uh, you can't fit them all in. Yeah. Now it's yeah. Now it's like I. Now I'm thinking about that song, and it's like yeah, I probably could have squeezed something out of here, but whatever. <laughs> it um, happens, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's a so, great one. I'm surprised you uh, didn't have it though. Um, I guess I probably should have. I don't know, man. It's just it's one of those things that. I, now I'm kind of kicking myself, but whatever. Uh, my my number six is uh, Lost and Found, off Eager to Please. Uh, it's with another one of those uh, weasel-ish yeah. cool melody, yeah. you know. I love that one yeah, too. Uh, I had that, that one opening. on my list, but it got bumped down. 
pretty eyes of electric blue. I get excited. I got excited when I first met you. <laughs> like, dude, that's like a windowsill line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Dude. So. You know what's funny about this song in particular? Years ago, I was dating this girl, and I was listening to some leftovers. She goes, you know, these guys are pretty good, but that singer's a little too John Travolta for me from Greece. <laughs> John like, Travolta? She said he really? sounds exactly like Travolta in Greece. I'm like, I don't hear wow. it. Yeah, I don't I don't hear that at all, man. No, man, me either. Wow. I mean, if I had to describe Kurt, it's definitely Elvis Costello. Right. <laughs> a rockin', a motherfucking rockin' Elvis Costello, you know? Yeah. Totally. I don't hear no Travolta, really. Um, What do you got for number five? I got, for number five, I, this is where it started getting really tough because all of these really? are so good. Really tough. But I had to go with Gotta Go. Gotta Go? Cool. I actually don't have that at all, man. Really? To no. me, that's one of the the best choruses he's ever written. But the rest of it balances out to make it at number five. <laughs> but that chorus is stellar. Yeah. It really will get, st- it'll get stuck in your head for days. Can't seem yeah. to get it out of my head. It's, it's, I don't know. I think it's a song. It's, I think that's the last track. Is that last on? Yeah, that's last on yeah. On the Move. And it's one of those, you know, if sometimes you just don't make it to the end and I just don't always hear it, you know? But yeah, yeah it, is, it is great, man. I love how it has this long, slow fade and these kind of big chorusy, cleaner guitars. It kind of reminds me of the Pixies. I don't know about you, yeah. but when I was like in junior high, the Pixies were the shit. So I, I can hear it. Yeah, totally. I don't know. I love that damn song. We've, we've never talked about the Pixies, you know. Obviously, they're not pop punk, but um, I'm a, I am love the Pixies, oh, dude. Oh, yeah, dude. The Pixies were one of those bands I remember when I was a kid that when you would go to, like, Camelot Records, like, in the... This is before there was some term alternative. So, like, the Pixies were in what they called the punk section. Yeah, I can, yeah. I remember that specifically because you'd go there and you'd have your rock section and your, like, country section, and then they'd have this little tiny section of cassettes of punk. And yeah, but they I were throwing, like... Doolittle out of there. Yeah, but th- their punk back then was kind of just alternative and, you know, well, yeah. indie shit, so... Right. So it wasn't just, like, pop punk. I mean, it wasn't even a thing yet, but in the same section would be Descendants and, like, freaking... Uh, you know, uh, Dag Nasty and the fucking church. Dag. Dude, when I first got into, you know, um, you know, alternative music or whatever, Pixies and Descendants and, you know, Replacements, to me, it was, it all went hand in hand, you know? Obviously yeah, now, too. you know, I can, you know, there's a world of fucking difference between the Pixies and the Descendants, you know? But oh, yeah. back then, you know, you don't really have a point of reference to, to the, to the, you know, the origins, I guess, you know? Yeah. But man, Pixies, dude, we should do it. We should do a Pixies episode. I mean, yeah, I mean, sir, and fucking oh, dude. Bone Machine and mutil- Wave of Mutilation. Wave of mutilation. Jesus yeah. Christ, you! I always like that U Mass song. I it was one too. of the later ones, you I know. I love but... that Trumplemon. The whole album to me was the shit. Big in the car in a valley Big light, big light Spinning on the panorama 
They even covered uh, Jesus and Mary Chain on there. Yeah. Um, that was awesome. Dig for Fire, dude, too. Yeah. Jay, just, um, that, uh, uh, Motorway to Roswell's great. Yeah. Letter to Memphis. Fucking was a Birdman <laughs> of the Olympus Mons. Oh, dude, we got to do a Pixies episode. Yeah. Uh, that wears my mind, you know, obviously it's maybe like, you know, if you had to pick a, you know, like a, just a song, a great song, um, like the greatest songs of all time that could be played by anybody, you know? Yeah. It's, that's one of them, dude. I don't like how that song has become all popular now though. Yeah, but it's because of that fuck. It was in some movie. Yeah. It's been in some commercials too and ripped off. I don't like that. A whole bunch of, you know, but it deserves it. You know, it's such a good fucking song that, yeah, I mean, it's a great you know, song. People finally caught on, you know, but I like uh, their heavy. I like like shit like tame is great to me. Yeah. They, but, they work kind of all over the gouge place. Away <laughs> and shit. Gouge away. But you know, and then you had gigantic and it's like, Oh man, I still love that. Feel, just, oh, yeah. yeah. Damn. So if you, okay, so we're getting way off topic, but if you had to choose like, Taking the Kim Deal songs or Black Francis? Uh, I'd say oh, Black it's, Francis in general. I mean, he wrote all the good ones. Yeah, but man, can you more imagine? Of them. Like, I can't. I'd be. I would suck to see the Pixies and not to have her. You know. I don't know, man. I saw Frank Black open for the Ramones one time, and uh, yeah. he did a few Pixies songs, and it was pretty badass. Yeah, well, I know, but you know what I mean. If there's so many good songs that you leave you out, kind of need her, but yeah, yeah, or somebody, like maybe her sister. <laughs> you gotta yeah. have one of the deals um, in there. I, I would yeah. guess. Big deal. So, yeah. um, did you ever see them with uh, Kim Shattuck playing? No, I never did. No, I never I didn't. heard it. I never. Yeah, that didn't last long, so I'm guessing. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, we should do a we should do a Pixies episode sometime. Yeah, they could definitely make it in the classic album category. Let's. Yeah. I don't know which one you. Maybe just a full episode. There's they got too much stuff. <laughs> classic album might work, man. Mm, I mean, which one would you pick though? Like Surfer Rosa, Doolittle. I don't know, yeah. Doolittle. Maybe I, I think I probably listen to Doolittle over. You know. I don't know. I listen to Trump Lamont the Trump most. Yeah. These Dude. days. What was yeah. the what was the uh Bossa Nova? Man, the Pixies were great. Surfer Rosa. Dude, that cover for uh Surfer Rosa? <laughs> when I was a kid it was like, <laughs> yeah, holy dude. shit, you know? A lot of boner material there. Yeah, my mom didn't even want me to have that record, but I, I got it anyway. Dude, I used to have the long box on my wall. <laughs> the long box. Holy <laughs> yeah. shit. That's old school. <laughs> you remember Longbox? Fuck yeah, I do. Yeah, I wish I still had that fucker, man. Those things are cool. Still be on my wall. It was like the size of a record, a third of the width, though. It was like yeah. twelve by twelve by what, like four? Mm, well, a CD, so more than four, yeah, six, yeah. five or six. I don't even know what a CD is, but I loved long boxes, man. I used to keep them and hang them up. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I forgot about long boxes. Yeah, they have to bring that shit back. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna put out a CD. I'm gonna put that motherfucker in a long box. Yeah, well, yeah. I guess they quit doing it because of just like trying to save trees or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. But they originally made them that big so they could fit in the same slots as like a regular 12 inch record rack, right? 
I think oh, I, I don't know. I thought they heard did that it just somewhere for, uh, sometime. For, you know, harder to steal a long box than it was a single yeah. CD. Dude, in high school, when I was like a freshman in high school, me and my buddy used to pay this older kid. We used to give him like two or three bucks, and he would steal CDs for us <laughs> from this video store at lunchtime. So my high school was um, like across the street was like a, like a grocery store and a strip mall thing. Yeah. And they had a video store that started selling CDs. And this is like 90, 91, you know? And uh, so we'd go in there, and they had a lot of cool shit. Like, like re- looking back, I mean, Descendants and Pixies, you know, everything. And, uh, yeah, we used to just tell him what we wanted, give him a couple bucks, and he'd steal them for us. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's not Pretty a crime cool. if you're, like, third party, right? I don't think so. <laughs> But I didn't know he was he good at he was getting him officer. I don't know. I just thought he had a good deal for me. <laughs> but yeah, long box. It was a great cover. Uh, Chumplemon is really good. Yeah, um, Bossa Nova. I mean, I don't know. They've got they've got four classic records right there, man. Absolutely. We'll talk about it later. But yeah, Pixies. Yeah. Fuck yeah! All right. I don't, can't believe we never <laughs> they never came up between the two of us. I don't think so either. I didn't you know, know you were a Pixies guy too. That's cool. Love the Pixies, dude. They were like one of the first, you know, like when I first got into alternative rock. Uh, my buddy and me, we were introduced to Pixies and, um, yeah, I fucking loved them, man. Hell yeah. What do you make all of right. all this, like, supposedly, you know, Nirvana sounds just like the Pixies? I don't think so. Hell no. Not even close. No. Not even close. I've heard that Nobody. a lot, though, over the years, and I'm like, no, not to me. Nobody sounds like the Pixies, dude. I mean, they've got certain songs, like, you know, certain songs, you know, sound like certain bands. But, I mean, Gigantic doesn't sound like Dig for Fire. The Baser doesn't sound like, you know, Monkey Gone Gone Heaven. Right. (laughs) You know, Bone Machine? No. Yeah. That's a video I do remember on 120 Minutes is the old Monkey's Gone to Heaven. Yeah. They the shit out of the Pixies on that that damn show. I they even, were good, dude. Yeah, it was cool. I think I think I even saw like the Pixies come in and play live on 120 minutes one time <laughs> around Trump Lamond, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know. Wow. Maybe I, I never saw. It, but I think so. I think it happened. I never saw Frank Black live either. Um, he played my town once, I know, but I never. I didn't go. Eh, I don't know why. Just didn't. Yeah, so I mean, he I, wasn't I, quite as good. I did like that song about I want to live in Los Angeles. You remember that? Nah, I don't know if I ever heard any of his solo shit, Pretty dude. Good. It wasn't bad. So, was it heavier stuff, or was it kind of... kind of heavier, yeah. That's oh. what I, I... Maybe I have heard it, like maybe a single... You would know what? that. I think in that Los Angeles, they even would play that video back in the day, and he would be like... From what I can remember, he's like... I just kind of picture Frank Black and like a fucking land speeder, like on Star Wars, you know, like on the fucking desert. I don't know. <laughs> I don't I'm know. Imagining man. that, <laughs> I think maybe I don't know, man. That's just what I'm thinking. I don't know. But yeah, yeah. So let's get back to the leftovers. We'll have our whole Pixies Absolutely. episode sometime. That'd be cool. All right. So where were we? Um, <laughs> I think I did number five. I did number uh, five as well because I had got to go. Okay, and I did. I want you back. Nice. Yep. And so we're down to number four. It's getting really hard. Yeah, it is. That sounded bad, but um, 
Yeah. What do you got for number four? Okay, so for number four, man, I, for a while I had like the top six, six were all off on the move, and I'm like, I yeah. gotta switch this up just a bit. So okay. I, I ended up putting, uh, you know what you do. Nice. It's probably my favorite song off Eager to Please. I've always, it just really? has this vibe to me. It sounds like uh, it's very 80s. You know what I mean? Like when it gets 80s? to the, really? when it gets to like the, dun, 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 you know that part right before the yeah. vocals. I don't know. Yeah. I just I just picture 80s when I hear that. I don't even I'm not even sure why, but yeah, to me that's totally 80s. Yeah, plus he he says uh cool calm and collected in that song. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, man, you know that saying and it's like fucker put it in a song. Yeah. How awesome is that? that is I think sweet. that's a song, right? Maybe I'm fucked up. Uh, I can't think. Yeah, of that's on you know what you do. Yeah, totally. I just always yeah, thought that yeah. was a really good one. That, that's yeah for some reason it didn't make my list man it's um really? yeah my top four is it's uh on the move heavy I th- i've got one more song off eager to please and and uh yeah that's it man right on. so my number four is uh please tell me what please tell me tell me what i want to hear and what a bit higher than i had it but man what a great one yeah what a great one is right but um this 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 album like the first i think is that track five 
Um, I think it's track uh, five or know. six. Five, I think it's track six, actually. Yeah, but Dance With Me and She, She, She and Camel and Pick and Choose. And please, it's like, holy fuck, you can't start an album out better than this one. You <laughs> totally. It's like one after another, man. Like I said and earlier, greatest hits album almost. Yeah. It should have. I mean, they should have had hits, man. But yeah, please tell me. Um, I don't know. Just a great song. Oh, yeah. You know? um, great content. Whoa, you know, <laughs> there it's just like it just hits you like, you know, they don't do a lot of woes. I don't no. know if they do any other woes. <laughs> I also like like towards yeah. the end, it changes from just the woe to the whoa. Yeah, it's tight. But yeah, they don't do they're not a woe band, you know, for sure. And right. uh, when they used it, they fucking did it perfect. So, yeah, that's a fucking great yeah. one. Uh, so now we're into the top three. Yep. Damn. Yeah. My know. number three, I had to go with Pick and Choose. There's another one. <laughs> <laughs> mine's, Such mine's, a good uh, song, man. It's, dude, it's. I, could, it's I was almost having a hard time. One. Like, yeah, I didn't know what to, where to really put some of these because to me they're all about the same and they're all just like so fucking great. But yeah, this is, I just dropped it in at number three. But I had to have it. It's one of my favorites. Uh, when I heard that, I just, I just can't really express to you. When I first heard that, leftovers on the on the move, man. I just, I couldn't believe how good it was. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Well, every once in a while, a band comes along, and you know, people, especially back then, I'd get all kinds of albums from different bands and stuff from playing shows, and you know, you meet a lot of people, and everyone wants to give you their CD, and you listen to it, and yeah, most of the time, just like, yeah, whatever. But when I heard that fucking On The Move, man, it was just like, I can't believe how fucking good these guys are. These guys yeah. should be huge. I mean, they should Should've be been. top of the heap based on their songs. I mean, I don't know if I would necessarily say for the whole decade it's the best record like I did earlier. <laughs> But I would definitely. Dude, I, I mean, the more I'm thinking about it, is like really you, think you weren't that else. fucking far off, man. But I would definitely probably give it to him for that year, 2007. What yeah, else? I don't know what else came out that I don't year. Either, what else? But I'm not good at that shit. I ain't either, but uh, I know that 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 record had a huge impact on me for a long time. You know what I'm saying? It's one of those albums that once it came out, I listened to it for like probably four or five months, just straight. <laughs> you know. But, it's been it's kind of like when total came out like tbr (laughs) total the same story it's like god damn yeah great yeah what what year did total come out i think it was like maybe 2004 2005 maybe it was older yeah Yeah, it's a couple years before on the move um 2005 or six even i don't know yeah total was one of those records too that just hit you like a fucking brick yeah, this like this record. Yeah, but dude, when Kurt sings, it's like he doesn't really, you know, hold back. You know, so you you kind of like, I think that's what makes it so good. You know, you just hear that emotion coming through. You know, yeah, especially on pick and choose, like that first line. I know a lot of girls. You know, yeah. it's like such a it's kind of a you know corny line, but it's <laughs> just like the way he's kind of belts it out. It's just like. I bet this motherfucker does know a lot of girls, you know? Totally, dude. <laughs> yeah. Love Absolutely. that song. Um, it's actually my number two. Total rocker. Great lyrics. Love it. Oh, yeah. It's the shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's so um, 
Um, my number three is Make You Mine off Eager to Please. Nice. It's the, uh, it's the slow jam. <laughs> <laughs> the you man know? of slow jams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, uh, um, every time I hear it, I think of um, Born in Toulouse. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just like, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's this. It's it's a, it's a great slow jam. Love it. Um, I don't know. Every time I hear it, man, it's just. I think it's my favorite song on that record, other than the other song. <laughs> but I don't count that because it was on. Yeah. So. Um, love that song, man. That's 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 my song on that record. So. Right on. Um. I don't know. Lyrically, it's. You know, it's it's a cool song. You know, he didn't break new ground on that for sure. <laughs> no, but, you know, uh, so but it, that middle eight though is really beautiful, right? Is what the middle eight on that, right? You know, he's like, "You're gonna give it one more chance." You know that part? Oh yeah, yeah, beautiful, yeah, totally. beautiful. Yep, that's my number three, man. What do you got for number two? Number two, I have she, she, she. That was my number two originally, and I told you, I just kept bumping it down because I kept hearing all this other shit. So, I think um, that uh, whenever when I first heard on the move, if I'm not mistaken, 
you know, I was kind of like, I heard Run Real Fast's first song. I was like, yeah, it's pretty good, man. I like that they mentioned the weasel pin, you know? And yep. then Dance With Me, of course, classic. But it wasn't until She, 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 and it was going along, and I was digging it, I was loving it. And then, like you said earlier, man, there's no, the chorus waits a while. But when it finally <laughs> dropped, I was like, God damn, these guys are fucking geniuses. <laughs> yeah. You know, She, She, She could have been a huge hit if the right people heard it or if, like, America wasn't so lame. You know what I'm saying? This would have been, yeah, like, well, top of the everybody charts. Everybody wasn't so lame, you know? Yeah. But you're right, man. I mean, that's, um, a, that's like a power pop fucking piece of masterwork. <laughs> it's it's uh, it's power pop perfection, dude. There you go. That sounds better. It is. Yeah. And I, like I said, it's always, you know... I say this all the time, but it's like one of my favorite songs on that record, you know. Definitely. And it's like it, it's like the build up, the bridge. You're like the bridge. Is this the fucking chorus? You know. Right. I mean, it's the bridge is awesome, and then the chorus, it's just knocks it out, and Boom. you're just done. Yeah, it's like the bomb yeah. finally goes off. Now it's, I feel like a dick because I had it at number eight. <laughs> and it's like it's like one of my favorite songs. Lists are kind of all but... <laughs> in flux, man. You know when you're yeah. limited. To only 11 songs out of a band that even just on two records has what 25 great ones <laughs> it's yeah. kind of hard to choose yeah it's 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 really hard it's like chicks dig it one we did it was like yeah. damn near impossible you know but it's a good one man my oh, yeah. number two was pick and choose there um i think we're gonna so have we're, the, up, we're both gonna have the same number one it's looking like no 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 we're not oh no, so I, yeah you were oh yeah that's so right. let me guess your number one okay um i'm trying to think what you haven't had you had i'm actually looking at it now it's got to be on the move right it is on on the move yes 
<laughs> what haven't you fucking said? <laughs> um, Runaway? It is Runaway. It's a Saturday night, but it doesn't feel right. I should have never told that girl goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. The body's out of sight, and you are gone by. I'm gonna give it one more chance. I'll try, I'll try, I'll try. I'll make you see that I'm your man. Then I'll grab you by the hand. Cause tonight I'm gonna run away with you. But it's no surprise. I didn't it. have it. That's crazy to me. Yeah. And for me, it was I, back I and forth. That, it could have been she, 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 but then I ended up doing Runaway. Dude, well, I put I put telephone operator on because I felt I had to. Yeah. Just to mix it up and get out of my head because I felt like I had to have more eager to please and run real fast. It, that song's way better than that, too. So, yeah, you got it right, man. Mm-hmm. Always do. Yeah, so <laughs> in the in the game of opinions, I always win. Yeah. Uh, so what'd you have at number one? Dance with me. Dance with me, dude.
like I said, if 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 it would have, uh, they're a one hit wonder with that with that song. You know, that's a hit to me. That would have been huge, and everybody else would have ignored the rest of their catalog, which would have been a crime. But um, <laughs> love that song, man. I mean, it's just I think it's one of the greatest songs ever fucking written. That, you know, yeah, it's just a really good one. Every time I hear it, it doesn't go off. You know, it's just. It's a perfect song. There's, there's. I don't know what else to say, man. <laughs> it so. is really, really well constructed. Yeah, that's why it made two records. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I don't like the second one, but um, maybe that's I like was, why Kurt was like, "Fuck the leftovers, man. We did this great song. We put it out twice, and still no bites. You know what I mean? I mean, in a, in a perfect world, that song would have been top of the charts." Yeah, but a guy like him, he's you know, he has to know that people don't give a fuck anymore, you know? <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, if it, in a just world, the queers and weasel are huge, and they're not, you know what I mean? Right. They're not huge. I mean, they're huge in our fucking little bubble, but, you know, the beatnik termites, never, nobody gives a fuck, and they're great, you know? The McRackens are great. Nobody gives a shit, you know? I mean, you know, yeah. a few people do, but, right. you know, they the should cool be. Cool people. Cool people get it. You know, I mean, you know, if, if you know, Green Day made it. Well, Green Day is good enough to make it. The fucking leftovers. <laughs> Green Day records Dance With Me. It's like a number one hit, probably. You know what I mean? Guarantee it. You would yeah. think. I think if Green Day records any of these fucking songs, <laughs> they got a hit, you know? <laughs> Probably so, dude. <laughs> Even, yeah, I don't know. It was really so, hard to leave some of these off, dude. Like, See You Tonight, Love That, Up, Down, Around is fucking classic. Girlfriend. Girlfriend was hard great. for me. I had that one, too. Yeah, I actually listened to that earlier, and I was like, that's such a bubble song, but I don't know, man. Like, Get Out of My Head. I had that, but didn't use it. What's that song they did with the Donna chick? Uh, uh, Party... Party, Party till, till we die. Die. I didn't really care I for that. Hated that song, man. Yeah, that sounds like something he would do on a solo shit. But it's it sounded like a Donna song, you know, that, that riffy that and too riffy. Yeah. Did like um, there's a song on Party Tonight called "I Don't Really Love You." That's a cool song. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, probably could have made the list, but then, you know, they had that um, they had a single, they had the Art of the Underground single, and um. They had that Who's That Guy song on there. That was all right. But um, the other single, Stepping on My Heart. Yeah. That had I think it had Camel on there, and then She Doesn't Like Me Anymore. Those were cool songs. I guess I just kind of yeah, kind of forgot about those. Yeah. They were cool. When I when I think about The Leftovers, I think about these two, these two LPs. For sure. Did you ever hear that live one they did from like In Sub Fest or whatever? You know, I never I never did. I I never got it. I, I never did either. I was not a live of, guy album, you know. I'm not a live album guy. <laughs> depends on the who it is. I think like there's both of the Live Descendants records. I listen to those well, like all yeah. the time, more than the studio ones, probably. Not me. No, I, I don't know. I like it's alive too, man. The Ramones. That's a fucking great live album. Yeah, that's good. Um, but I don't know. I guess you know, like. Uh, I can't think of any more that I like by by at least newer bands. You know, it seems like everybody has done one. Yeah. 
What you think of the the weasel one when they did my brain hurts? Like, uh, what was it called? Oh. Brain that wouldn't die or whatever. Yeah, it was all right. It was you know, cool. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It wasn't great, but um, who else bad. is? I mean, uh, what's the well? The queers have had a few, but um, suck this is the best one. Suck this is great. It's not yeah, even really what? live per se, right? I mean, it's live, <laughs> but not in front of a big crowd. Live in a studio, yeah. <laughs> I got that like see-through vinyl. It's cool. Yep. Yeah, mine's got a fucking scratch on it though. Yeah, mine might. I don't know. I haven't looked at it in a long time. Pretty old. Yeah. Um, ancient. I've had that. I got that fucker from Skullduggery, like in you know, like early '90s or whatever, '94 or something. Yeah. I've had it forever. Um, I do listen to that um, Young Rochelle's live record. You know, I don't yeah. know if you've heard that. You know, that's pretty good, man. Those those fucking guys rip through songs, like they, yeah, they're. I don't know how many songs are on that thing, but they play them all, man. <laughs> That's what's I mean, up. Short and fast, and yeah. on to the next, man. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, on the move, man. That's the. Um, it's such a good record. Eager to please is really good too. It just it started to go towards the. Uh, yeah. A different directions, a little bit more. Not bad at all. I love that record. No, that's great. If I had to choose, I'm going. Yeah, if you, a, if you could only have one, record. like on a desert island, you go with on the move. But um, yeah, you know, I'm I like the slow jams. So it's it's once in a while, you know, um, on the move doesn't really have any. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> make you mine off of you know, make you mine is so fucking good. Dude can write songs. Mind Off You is sort of a slow jam, though, right? Which song? Mind Off of You. On, on the move. I suppose, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Sort of. Yeah. Um, Kurt could definitely write songs, and I guess, I, did he write all the, all the songs, or? Uh, what's <sighs> the one assuming. that the other dude sang? Uh, what's the, the one guitar player sang on... Um, Backups. Lose and... your head. I think it was. Am I thinking? Of I think that's the right one. I don't know off the top of my head, but yeah, I'm pretty sure he probably wrote the lion's share of this stuff. It all sounds exactly like him, you know. Yeah, I think the early shit. So you know, I think the other guy sang a little bit more, but yeah, I don't listen to that stuff, man. I don't really so, either. On the move is certainly the. Um, the My Brain Hurts of the uh, Leftovers catalog. <laughs> Big time, yeah. Yeah. Like, I think I bitched about it before, but I never liked the cover. <laughs> I thought it was just like... It could have been better. Not, you got the music's this that cute good. girl on the cover with this fucking cartoon helicopter. <laughs> to me, that like, cover is like... Totally just seems like... Um, Back in those days, everyone had an album cover like that on fucking MySpace, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I suppose. You yeah. find some model, you Photoshop her in, you put your helicopter, <laughs> you're good to go. <laughs> I like the back cover more, you know? Back cover is cooler looking. Yeah, but they just, they kind of look, and eh, obviously they're trying to look stupid, but <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> I don't know, you know? <laughs> maybe I shouldn't say that, but. but yeah, um, we have Kurt on. He's like, I wasn't trying to be stupid, dude. I just <laughs> <laughs> well you know but the cover of like eager to please is awesome you know it's like yeah it kind of has like know, a retro old school definitely. 60s record vibe 
Absolutely. So I kind of wish they would have went that way with On the Move, you know? Yeah, that would have been cooler. But I, that sounds weird. I'd rather see these How come fucking it's only the three dudes, the three dudes and, and like in all the videos they have that extra guitar player and he's the one that's doing all the leads and shit. What's up I don't that? know, man. See, I don't know that much about the history. We gotta get old Kurt on here and fill us in with everything. That'd be cool. I don't know. I don't know, but yeah. So what I was saying is like I'm, I'd rather see these three fucking guys on the cover than that cute girl. It sounds oh, weird. That's a personal choice. <laughs> you know, <laughs> no judgment I mean, here, buddy. It's that helicopter, man. <laughs> so, yeah. um, yeah. Leftovers, great fucking band. Great fucking band. Um, it's time for a reunion. <laughs> yeah, like not just like a couple shows, like a record. Like, come on, Kurt. Yeah, let's let's, let's that'd quit, be cool, man. Let's quit doing the eighties thing and let's go back to the nineties thing. <laughs> or the two thousand seven thing, I guess you'd say. Yeah, so I said I would figure out what those dudes were doing and I never did. That's all right. So out of the Kurt Baker like solo shit, what's your favorite? Oh wait a second. I did look something that. up. Okay. Um the drummer Adam also played in the queers. I knew that. When, but everybody played in the queers almost, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, and the... then they have another guy named Matt Anderson. That might be that guitar player. All right. Where he's from, I, I don't know if he did anything else. So. Did you, yeah. uh, have you given the Kurt Baker stuff enough time to have a favorite song out of his solo shit? No. No? I don't know. I he mean, some I... good ones, man. I really like that damn Emma Stone.
that on uh i think it's a brand new b-sides maybe or maybe it's on brand new beat i don't remember it's one of those two i believe it's a good one though it is a good one i don't i don't know man i I, i'm sure i've heard it it's just not it's not sticking out for me so i like that one about on the run too it sounds like uh uh, it reminds me of like some old school like jackson brown or some shit (laughs) it's pretty good (laughs) um not bad at all it was like that. Uh, the uh, it was just an EP, but the Rockin' for a Living. Yeah, I think there's yeah. only like five songs or something. That's maybe good ones. is that the one where you covered like uh, Vapors, like News at Ten or whatever? No, no, that's um. He had that cover. What was that cover record he did? Got it covered. Got it. Oh covered. yeah, got it covered. Yeah, he did. Uh, that, he did the Turning Japanese by the Vapors. Who did the news he, at ten? Who did that song? I don't know, I man. Did he do it? He did, it, he did it. I don't know if it was. He the did. Uh, what else? Was that pump it up was on there, and um, that fucking um, 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 Blondie um, hanging on the telephone. Was that I forgot there? about that one, but no, um, the Fast Time song. Um, oh, is she really going out with him? Oh, is she really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's not even the same band. I, just, I don't know. <laughs> Could be. I don't know. <laughs> so I should. We should do some research on this shit sometime never gonna happen <laughs> never gonna happen no but i am looking right now i just googled kurt baker and apparently next well he's got some shows yeah he must live in spain he's got a show on uh in december in spain and uh january in spain and january in germany so cool he's still doing his thing you know i don't know if anyone's listening in spain but if you are just go see him yeah, and get in his ear. We want another Leftovers record, damn it. Yeah, we want, yes, for sure. Yeah, he's got a bunch of, he must be on tour in Germany in January, but cool. Right on. Well, there there you have it, folks. That was our top 11, because our lists go to 11, as Jonathan might say. Still not enough, man. <laughs> I know. Did you see Spinal Tap doing like a reunion thing? What's that? Spinal Tap, they're like doing a reunion tour or something. Oh, yeah? Maybe Black Dahlia will be there. <laughs> He'll be there. I won't be there. I can't imagine going to see something like that, really. It's just <laughs> not a... Uh, I can't even go to the shows I want to go to. Yeah, that's exactly where I'm going. So, yeah, if I can't uh, if I can't go to the shit I want to go to, I'm not going to go to something like that. So Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it would be entertaining, and if I was some kind of millionaire with disposable income, I'd go see just about any band, a band a <laughs> night, I don't care. But, uh, yeah, at this point, I don't, I can't see it happening. But yeah, man, I think we're going to wrap this one up. Thank you so much for listening, Dummy Room listeners. We do appreciate each and every one of you guys, man. So cool. Yeah. Uh, we certainly do and um, stay tuned next week Uh, we got a good one next week it'll be fun so yeah we'll see you next week and uh, hopefully nobody's sick yeah everybody stay well eat some uh, oranges and take some antibiotics I have to uh, (laughs) eat these um, airborne pills yeah you ever had those heard of them pretty good dude they're like candy man they're like sweet tarts but they're good for you <laughs> right on. but they're not cheap and um 
these gummy vitamins, they're pretty good too, man. Ooh, I don't like gummy anything. So I do. <laughs> I like gummy candies. So candies, you're calling it now. <laughs> I, have to, I have to specify myself. Uh, also, right. uh, somebody will think I'm talking about a dick. So <laughs> we'll see everybody next week. Yep. Have a good one. Greetings, we're back. You thought we were gone, but here we are. Yeah, we uh, we forgot we we had a little thing where we were gonna see how many we had, uh, how many similar songs we had, and I guessed six, and Jody guessed eight, and what was it, Jody? I think we had six. Nice. So uh, yeah, that's it, man. <laughs> forgot to do it. <laughs> yeah. So squeeze that in. If you heard this, let us know because we don't think people finished it all the way to the end. So let us know if you did. That'd be cool. <laughs> All right, man. We'll All see right. you. Uh, see you next week. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Dummy Room. The boys will be back next Thursday with a special guest. Stay tuned. <laughs>